0: They never tell you how expensive moving is until you move. And you always forget.
1: Well, you always see the $20 on the front of the U-Haul. And it's like, oh, wow, I can rent a car for $20 in town. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, wait, this is like $150. Like, I have to pay for gas for this thing. Yeah.
0: And then you have to fill the tank up. Or, like, you know, you accidentally broke something while moving. And now you have to, like, buy a new one. Or it's like, why the fuck was I so, like... Not careful with my desk. Now I have to go buy a new desk.
1: Yeah, that's the worst. Or, yeah. Oh, my carpet doesn't fit. Yeah. Now I have to have an awkwardly small carpet. Like my uh, welcome mat Yeah. In front of my apartment. It's like miniature, but it's like I don't want to get rid of it. It's just too small for the new apartment.
0: Or uh, your landlord waits a while to install the new carpeting for your unit, and then the guy is install it completely wrong and put the wrong carpeting in, uh, and then they have to tear it out and do it again.
1: What, did you like move recently or something? Is that, I
0: did move recently. Is that why
1: we haven't put out an episode in like two weeks?
0: Yeah, there was a lot of stuff. Hello everyone and welcome to Clio Talk. My name is Matt. I'm RC. And uh, we have been delayed because of life events, particularly with uh, me moving and uh, a lot of other family
1: situations. Yeah. You know, I was thinking recently, and I don't know how many of you people stay around until the end, so I'm going to plug this at the beginning. We do have a Twitter If you guys want to stay updated on the uh, podcast, we also have an email. You can send your comments and complaints. Both of those are linked below. And there you go. I put those at the beginning. So if you just want to listen to the first half, you've heard that.
0: Yes. But we have uh, some topics to talk about today. Uh, Obviously, well, if you follow any American news, uh, Roe v. Wade was overturned. And uh, barring your personal opinions on it, uh, I think that's a bad idea. And the state of Kansas recently had an election.
1: Yes, we did. During
0: the primaries
1: to either keep abortion legal. It was specifically, so it was on August 2nd. It was specifically, so the Kansas Supreme Court ruled, I believe a couple of years ago, that the Kansas Constitution guarantees a right to an abortion, right? Maybe yes. not specifically that, but it guarantees the similarly to what Roe v. Wade did. Yes. So effectively, the Kansas legislature, in order to pass any legislation past what they already have, which I believe is a ban after 20 weeks, they have to basically get a constitutional amendment because everything after the you know 20 week ban is per, they can't restrict it. So they put a ballot initiative in the primaries because less people turn out in the primaries and which is shady. We're traditionally a Republican state. Kansas is a bit special when it comes to like the party politics, but traditionally Republican. And usually there's a higher turnout for Republicans in the primaries. Uh, So they put it on like not the general election and it was a ballot initiative to effectively just, I'm not going to say what the ballot initiative was because they worded it as confusingly as possible, but effectively just the Kansas constitution does not guarantee a right to an abortion. It it was an amendment. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: uh, it was worded, uh specifically to be misleading. Uh but in good news, uh the vote no to shoot down the amendment allowing abortion to continue being a uh right in Kansas passed. Yeah. So it was a vote no, which yay, but uh that brought a lot of attention to the state of Kansas. Which
1: I two things about that that I love. One, I love the people who don't understand politics in Kansas and assume that we're, like, West Virginia or Oklahoma, you know, just, like, hardline Republican who, like, talk about it as if we're like that when it's like, dude, we have, like, a Democratic governor, you know? It's like... We,
0: both of us, have a Democratic congressperson.
1: Yeah. Who beat, like, a Republican and, I believe, defended her seat. Yes. And it's just, like, it's interesting... From a historical standpoint, too, because it does kind of feed into Kansas, you know, being a free state surrounded yeah. by slave states and just generally being more progressive, but still conservative, you know?
0: Yeah, but it is a great sign for the state of Kansas, and I'm uh,
1: really happy for it. It's going to definitely be interesting just because, as we were talking about before we recorded, uh, most of the Kansas population lives near half of the Missouri population on the state line right there. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. About,
0: uh, about half of, uh, the state of Kansas population is within about, uh, hour drive of the Missouri border.
1: Yeah. And I think planned parenthood, I saw in the news is opening up like a new clinic on state line too, just awesome. cause they're like, well, we're going to have a lot more Missouri customers cause Missouri, mm-hmm. which if you don't know is right next to Kansas. If you haven't, you know, heard that before, uh, has completely banned abortion. I believe. Yes. It's always the stipulation of like, you know, incest or rape or whatever, which half the time doesn't it, apply it, when it, they say that.
0: Do but... they? Do they have that? I don't. I, know. I feel I like you. I it. feel
1: like you have to nowadays. Like I think even like Louisiana has that oh. where it's like okay, well we have to do this because it's like it's always the argument against right is well what if the ki- like a ten year old gets raped right yeah but but. Half the time, they just prosecute them, anyways.
0: I feel like we should uh, do a shift away from women's health and men's, but to talk about another point about the state of Missouri, yeah. who is about to bring a ballot initiative to legalize weed.
1: I feel like they, I have no faith in Missouri. They, they they did get enough votes to put it on the ballot for the general election in November, yeah. but it's Missouri.
0: Well, okay, but the state of Missouri did uh, vote to expand uh, Medicare
1: and Medicaid a few years back, and their legislator just went no and just didn't yeah. do it. So even though it passed yeah. the exact kind of popular initiative that's going to be happening here, they still didn't do it.
0: But, but Missouri already has uh, medical, so... Yeah, but I, guess, med-
1: I mean, you need you know there's more hoops to jump through, you know.
0: Yeah, you just simply have to go spend a hundred bucks at a doctor to say you have something, and then you get a
1: card. Uh, but what's the key point of that? You have to spend a hundred bucks at a doctor. Yes. <laughs> which limits a lot of people who can't afford that necessarily, you know, yeah. just to get recreational weed. Whereas you just go to your pot dealer, which is then illegal, and then you yeah. get to arrest them for it, and that's tax revenue.
0: But speaking about getting arrested, if it passes back to that little talking point we had about 50% of the state of Kansas population living within a uh, drivable distance to the state of Missouri. Weed is completely illegal in the state of
1: Kansas. Yeah. Cause like I was saying about the being kind of progressive, kind of conservative weed is a no, no alcohol is basically barely allowed. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just such a weird dichotomy. Uh, but but that's we in have, state.
0: we now have legal sport betting and we do and abortions. So abortions.
1: Yeah. Interesting times we live in.
0: <laughs> this is such a dumbass part of the country. Yeah. It's it's insane.
1: It's fun because there's not that many tourists and not that many people live here comparatively speaking. You know, it's not like a giant hellhole of traffic like LA or New York is, but it's kind of boring because not that many people live here and there's not that much going on half the time. So. Yeah,
0: but uh, it's going to be wild watching league base weed being technically legal in the state of Kansas.
1: I mean, yeah, it'll have to basically be de facto legal. I, you know, I've never looked into other states where it's like legal in one and like it's legal in New York, right?
0: I I think so.
1: So how would that work if it's, like, say, illegal in New Jersey? Like, th- that's going to be the same thing we'd have going on here, you know, well, where it's, like, I mean, right there.
0: I mean, Kansas also borders Colorado, which was the first state to legalize. And I know that Kansas attempted to sue the state of Colorado because of it.
1: But, I mean, if you think about it, that is different because, once again, if you think of Kansas, the East is where all the people live for the most part i'm I'm being very city centric but i mean like you got like a million people living on the east and very few people living out in the west and
0: barring wichita which is the outlier which holds the other large yeah like half of the state of kansas
1: but it's just different because you know to drive to like colorado for most Small towns out in western Kansas, it'd take like three hours to drive to it for most population Unless you centers. live in
0: canorado or like Goodland or something. Yeah, exactly.
1: So it, it'll just be different when it's that much, when it's like, you know, like also, you can just drive, you know, the, people live on state line, you yeah. know? Like you can walk across the street to a dispensary, walk back to your house, and then get arrested because, well, you know, you walked five feet.
0: Well, well, would they be able to like just set up like border checkpoints in between the like on the state line where it's just like, oh, hey, you have a Kansas license plate. We're going to make I mean, you stop at It's going to be
1: really interesting just to see how enforceable it is because I'm not even sure if the Kansas Police Department, I was going to say Kansas City, Kansas Police Department. I'm not even sure if they have the manpower to enforce that kind of traffic. And what happens if you just go to a dispensary and look around? Yeah. Have you committed a crime?
0: Or or what if I go to a dispensary? If if it if it's legalized in the ballot initiative, that is is a big if because that's in yeah. November uh what if i go to a dispensary like deeper into kansas city and then just take the highway back in like i'm a normal commuter if i do it at 5 p.m on a tuesday uh like what's the difference between my car and everyone else's
1: oh exactly and like what's the difference between if they put it like a strip mall right yeah and i go to a strip mall and i go to a dispensary and i go to a shoe store and i go to a glasses store and whatever have i committed a crime like the cops don't know i haven't Bought anything, as yeah. far as they know
0: and in the state of missouri at the time you'll be buying something that's completely legal it's just crossing a road state line road to any one of the hundreds of roads that cross from kansas into missouri because it's an entire like actual suburban area where you yeah. can basically slide in at any different point like it it's just it's elusive which I, it'll just flow through which honestly good
1: we're gonna have to get the kansas city wall we're gonna have to do it. They're just gonna build a wall in between the halves, like the Berlin Wall. Uh, well, what <laughs> just cut that, the city in half,
0: or that old uh, image of uh, flattening Kansas to be completely fat, flat. Yes, in order, yes, it's yes, Just
1: a DMV or DMZ.
0: Yeah, the uh, Kansas goes at a slope, building up to the Rocky Mountains, so it is flat, but it kind of goes at a slope. And if you balance that slope so Kansas is completely flat, it would result in a like a 900 foot like tall just wall in between Kansas. And Missouri, like was, Kansas, just be nine hundred feet taller.
1: I was gonna make a Game of Thrones reference, but I think that's out of date at this point. The ice wall. The ice wall. No. Shoot, you know I lost it. I was I was gonna say something right there.
0: Uh, it, it, anyway, that would be a complete disaster because you know the suburbs of Johnson County and the Kansas side relies heavily on the economy of the Missouri side, and Missouri re- re- requires intense. Uh, help from the Kansas side. I so think, it's a co-equal, equal system.
1: I that think that if you're gonna go buy weed at a dispensary, bring a green bag. Don't walk out with the bag that says Jim's Weed Store because the cops will probably be able to tell that's weed. Just bring your own disposable bag, did, or bring your own like reusable bag. Yeah,
0: just have it in a Target bag or well, something.
1: Why, no, officer? I went to Costco. Yeah. Can't you tell by my Costco bag? Ignore the uh, Flintstones CBD gummies in there. Yeah. Hey, Delta Eight's legal though. It's legal THC. Legal Matt. THC. Yeah, I see those everywhere. It's uh, legal THC.
0: Speaking of that, uh, Kansas, with everything being illegal, uh, there is the Delta Eight phenomenon across the United States. Which, if you're not aware, Delta Eight is a separate strain of. Uh,
1: we're we doing it? an ad right now I, No, we're not doing an ad I've, I've heard this like them advertising this on other podcasts before uh, well it, 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 it's <laughs> like
0: it, it's like hemp based and it, it's like a it's a different because like thc like the marijuana you buy in colorado is like delta nine so this is like a different like substrate that's like technically like a like a kind of a loophole
1: which one's the ones
0: they got pablo escobar what oh that's delta force sorry delta force <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> uh, um so in kansas that is the loophole technically to get around it uh but there's an effort to actually enforce it because te- uh, well legally Delta-8 is it's not legal. Delta-8's not legal.
1: Yeah. I, I think there's some loophole because it's not manufactured the same way, but it's like, okay, yeah, but it has the THC content yeah. because otherwise it wouldn't get you high. And the THC content is what's illegal, not the process to manufacture the weed. Yeah. I mean, I think the process is also illegal, but I also don't know. So. And
0: just like gay marriage,
1: will, <sighs> the, will the
0: federal government <laughs> legalize it before the state of Kansas does Ugh. because that's what happened with gay marriage back in like
1: 2014
0: 15 yeah 15 whenever that happened exactly uh, where Kansas still had it illegal and then the federal government just said nope it's
1: legal and Kansas had nothing to do uh, but the supreme court said "No, oh, it's legal yeah i you know i i just it i find it incredible cuz i guess this is just the politics episode i find it incredible how a politician can run on something like, say, legalizing weed, have it be really popular, and then just simply decide not to do it, despite, like, having technical majorities in every single faucet of government, just be like, nah, you know, we're, we're just not going to do that. It's like it's like the, the whole weed legalization, even a lot of people I know that don't partake in weed or, or kind of oppose the smoking of it kind of support the legalization just because it's a dumb thing to be illegal because it's not like cocaine. It's tax not like heroin. revenue. Exactly. Tax revenue. Yeah, and they're missing out on like a ton of tax money. And it, it, it's just incredible how you can have such a popular. Maybe it's a symptom of just how the governmental structure works nowadays, but it's just incredible how you can have such a popular semi bipartisan issue that just simply cannot be done, apparently, by just like pure inertia of government where it's just like what well, we made illegal in like the 70s so it's completely impossible to change it because it's not even like a law right it's just the drug scheduling yeah which is i believe what the dea which is an executive branch organization which yeah. means it, it's under the purview of the president which means the president could just tell them to change the schedule D- to
0: remove yeah just, the schedule just completely. simply
1: change it because i'm pretty sure is that possible i think so that's what i see everybody talk about on like twitter.com i sh- yes i'm getting political advice from twitter okay stop laughing i also i also get political advice yeah on i know twitter. you do i know you do yeah it's better by than reddit but not by a lot it is and at least we don't use tiktok we have that going for us i have not
0: touched tiktok which makes me feel uh you know old
1: yeah. Well, I've just decided that I'm just simply not going to do that. It's like that old, uh,
0: you planted your feet in the ground. You aren't moving.
1: Yeah. It's, it's like a bit from, I, I don't know if Dan Carlin ever talked about it, or he's just like, can we ever just like look down an avenue of technology and just be like, no, we're just not going to do that. Like in the, like the fifties be like, look down like nuclear technology and be like, no, that could probably kill us. Let's just not do that. That's what I am with TikTok. I've looked at it. I'm like, I'm just not gonna do that. That's that's not for me. Well, there's a
0: new one out uh, called Be Real.
1: Yeah, there's there.
0: A... Yeah, it, it, it's I'm gonna steal a joke from Twitter. Yassified streaks.
1: Yassified streaks.
0: Yeah, it's an app where it tells you it's time to be real, and then it, you like take a picture of your front-facing camera what faces your face, and <laughs> uh, the.
1: Oh god. Uh, And then
0: your then your like regular camera which shows what you're doing so you can take a picture (laughs) of what you're doing at the exact time.
1: It's just, hey, we got government surveillance, but you do it for yourself now. Just well, take a picture of exactly what you look like at this moment in time and exactly where you are. At, Make sure to turn location settings on.
0: At, at the one time, Be Real tells you to do it, so it'll just send you a notification. It's time to be real, and then you and all of your friends take a picture of exactly what you're doing at the time within the time limit. And If you don't take it within the time limit, it notifies all your friends that you are late
1: to uploading. And the federal government is just like, hey, uh, uh, throw off their meds we we, we, we going to go get them. Oh, my God. that That's, like, I think one of the most dystopian things I've heard this week. About being real? It, it's, like, literally, I know it's, like, the whole, oh, it's 1984, but it's just, like, oh, my God. It's an app where it's just, like, okay, we need your exact face. Okay, now we've got 10 million uh, facial recognition scans. We can run, like, an algorithm over that, work on our facial recognition program for the U.S. military, Uh, And then it's exactly where you are and what you're doing it every single, you know, every single day.
0: As if everyone's parents haven't uploaded constant pictures of them to Facebook. Yeah. So, like, you know.
1: Facebook's dying, though, man. Facebook's dying. We need a new replacement.
0: What? Okay.
1: That's why I like about Twitter is. At least it's me, you know, in a Twitter account. And then I'll be talking to someone named, like, like... I'm trying to think of a like offensive name, but it's not too offensive. Like like Shitlord 2028, which is like yeah, that that's right. And he's got like an like an Evangelian profile picture. Yeah, and it's just like okay, okay, it's not like completely Facebookified yet.
0: Speaking of that, false on Twitter.
1: Oh yeah yeah, 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 Clio History. <laughs> we we definitely tweet every single day. Don't worry, it's not a dead account. it's yeah, it's not like we forget that we do this for like. Okay, a few I would weeks. like to point out that Matt is the social media manager. Matt tweets every episode. I've told Matt, hey, the Twitter account is yours to use. So because there's no post, that's his fault.
0: I I remember multiple tweets
1: that I have tweeted that you have deleted. Well, because you just tweet out slurs. <laughs> he doesn't tweet out slurs. I don't tweet out slurs. Our most popular tweet, by the way, I, I looked back through because I was just kind of curious, is when you tweeted out Gabagool like, three months ago, <laughs> it's got like like 400 views for some reason like no hashtags no anything it's just you tweeting gabagool i i don't get it but it it, have you seen the sopranos i have not but i know it's from the sopranos it's like hey get the gabagool yeah the, the the sopranos is
0: wonderful legacy tv and uh yes You should watch it. It's on HBO Max. I've been watch.
1: I finished Breaking Bad finally. I've been watching Better Call Saul, and I don't have COVID anymore, so I don't have enough time to just watch TV Mm. all the time, constantly. Look, I have a life, Matt. Can't you tell by me recording a podcast with you right now? Yep. I have a very active uh, social life that involves me sitting in a chair for three hours recording a podcast with my best friend. Yeah, Or,
0: or going to Micro Center.
1: Yeah, I finally got an arm. That's how you know I'm an official podcaster. I got a boom arm. Apparently we're now the meta podcasters that talk about podcasting, or at least I am.
0: Yeah. But (laughs) have you ever thought about JFK's service in World War II?
1: Yeah, once or twice.
0: Why did they give a man with chronic back issues control of a PT boat?
1: Uh, what's his last name? Kennedy. Okay. That's your answer. But they also he's famous.
0: They also let another Kennedy just fly a like experimental mission in Europe.
1: You remember you remember back in the day, like the thin red line, you know, all the generals there are like just guys who are like happen to be royalty. Yeah. And they're completely incompetent. But like the British were like in the middle of phasing that out or whatever. Yeah. That's basically what we had is just like, oh he's a Kennedy. Uh, sure, because I was reading about uh, Ford, and it was uh, Henry Ford the second, and he's just, you know, theoretically, he's just a guy whose dad happens to be Henry Ford yeah. and happens to be the heir to the Mo- Ford Motor Company, but, I mean, you know, he enlisted in the military, he chose to serve in the military, and then uh, Edsel Ford died, and then they're just like, oh yeah, you're not in the military anymore, you have to go run the Ford Motor Company now, so he just got to leave. Now if you or I were like in the middle of our stint during World War Freaking Two and we're like, Yeah, I just want to go home now and go like run a company, they'd be like, uh, no. But no. He, you know, he's our royalty. He yeah. gets to go home if he wants to. We can't have him die. It's the same with Kennedy. It's like, Oh, you got a back issue, you shouldn't even be in the military. Well, he is a Kennedy, so he should be in charge. And also he needs military experience so that he can run for president and then Wait, why didn't he ever win re-election? I thought he was pretty popular.
0: Uh, Well, I mean, he had a pretty explosive moment near the end of his presidency. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he
1: was the one. Yeah. Like like the Howard Dean thing, right?
0: Howard Hughes?
1: No, Howard Dean. The Howard, wait, Howard Dean? Isn't he the guy who was like, yeah, we're going to take it all the way to wa-. the Dean screen?
0: Oh, I... That, Is that
1: too obscure of a reference for you?
0: Uh, that, I, I just remember the Chappelle show bit about that.
1: Oh, I don't. I just remember the actual bit. Can you imagine nowadays that sinking a presidential campaign? Just yelling funnily?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now in order to sink it, you just, I don't know, have to be boring or say please clap or something like that. Please clap.
1: I miss Jeb Bush.
0: You know. Jeb Bush, also could have been a Catholic president if voted for him.
1: He's Catholic. Yeah, but George isn't Catholic.
0: No, but uh,
1: Jeb has a. Uh, oh yeah. No oh, I forgot about that. And she made him convert. Yeah. Can you imagine just come? <laughs> God.
0: Imagine converting to the the Catholicism where you just believe in the Pope from Topeka, Kansas.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, imagine converting to the fake Catholicism where your Pope is all the way in Rome and not converting to the real Catholicism where your Pope is a hometown American hero from Topeka.
0: Well, there is a Pope from Topeka, and his name was Pope Michael. Yeah. So, uh, he recently died, but... On
1: August 2nd.
0: Yes. But, uh, David Allen Bowen... Also, also known as Pope Michael, uh, claimed that the papacy uh, somehow uh, became illegitimate after Pope Pius the what is that? Eleventh, twelfth? It's the twelfth, twelfth in 1958, and he basically declared himself
1: pope. He said that uh, because there were modernists, therefore there were heretics and apostates, and there, every pope after him's election was invalid. Because of a uh, Pope Pius X's laws on uh, modernism and also the divine laws. I'm not Catholic. I don't know what any of that means. Matt, explain. Uh, also, not really Catholic,
0: but uh, sounds like a Pope decided that there was rules on modernism and divine laws, and uh, he, uh, being probably a religious nut job, decided to, you know, declare himself Pope.
1: So this dude did that in 1990 and then he was actually ordained as a priest in 2011 and I just, we're reading this on Wikipedia and that's just kind of the point is this dude has a Wikipedia page that's actually like sourced and stuff and I just want to know how that happened because he's like like, dear listeners, he's not like a protest, I guess he's kind of a protest group, but he's just a guy who decided he was Pope and like Got his mom and his brother to like vote for him for pope, and that's it. And the dude is like, I, I want to know how this happens. How but, like
0: I mean, like pre internet, this would have been just shocked up as just like the local weirdo. But now, yeah,
1: he's got a Wikipedia page. Oh, he's got also, like a Lawrence Journal World article. It's just like, how does this happen?
0: Why did they ordain him as a priest if they could? Look into it and see that he was legitimately like declaring himself a pope.
1: Well, it, it says that it was an independent Catholic bishop, which I think is a fancy word for a Protestant. Um, Basically, somebody else who also like doesn't believe in the current Catholic Church hierarchy, who I guess was a priest, but just didn't believe him, like ordained him. I don't know. But it's just, it's like it's like if here, if here, we here in this podcast have actually declared Matt, our co-host, to be, you are now the anti-pope. That's I,
0: it. I am now the Avignon papacy no, of Kansas.
1: Yeah, sorry. Actually, Pope Francis is the anti-pope because you are the only one true legitimate pope. Yes, I am because, the
0: successor to Pope Michael.
1: Yeah, we have taken a, actually, all the cardinals are illegitimate. So, you know, there's, we can't have a council, a college of cardinals, so... I'm going to have to fill in as the only person who's, like, moderately Christian here. I'm going to vote for you. Uh, everybody else is illegitimate. You're not the pope. Sorry. So there you go. Woo-hoo. We now have followed the exact procedures this guy. <laughs> and, but it's just and, like.
0: And, and if we keep at it, eventually some dude who's also apparently claiming to be uh, an independent Catholic bishop will ordain.
1: Well, it's like. me. I don't know. This is just a story of being dedicated to the bit cuz okay cuz there's the Lawrence Journal World article I found about it from 2009 where it's like okay he was dedicated the he had the clothes he had like you know you look at a picture of pope francis he's got that outfit he's got the red robes he's got a wait scroll back up um yeah that's his brother and that's his mom yeah
0: so this picture is to describe it it is a what looks like a very standard rural Kansas
1: farmhouse. Yeah, it's from. Uh, uh, I think they live in. Uh, Della, Kansas. Delia-ish Delia. Delia. Yeah, Delia. I don't know. I don't
0: know. Outside Topeka, right? Yeah. Uh, but looks like none of them decided to iron their rows before they took the picture.
1: Yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh,
0: but. Yeah, he has six followers who his are all mom, his family members.
1: His mom is so proud. It's like a hobby. It's like some guys do model trains. Yeah. Some guys paint miniatures. This guy's just like, yeah, I'm going to just cosplay as the Pope. <laughs> yeah. It's just his hobby. Yeah.
0: Instead of like, you know, talking about joining a softball league and then not joining a softball league. He...
1: If this guy did this, not in 1990, but if he did this this year, right? Yeah. He would have a Patreon and be rolling in it. Probably he would like Twitch stream and stuff because everything has to be commercialized now. You know we can't just have dudes in their family thrift store declaring themselves to be the one true pontificate of God. Yeah, and then like just kind of. I mean, I mean he didn't okay do, he do, he do, didn't do, like
0: do you think he wore the robes around town?
1: Well, I mean if you were pope, I would too. I mean, he... do you think he had a pope mobile?
0: I wish he had a pope mobile.
1: I think he drove a Subaru. A All bit. right,
0: let, let's read the article. <laughs>
1: Well, the Pope drives a pickup truck, Matt. But, oh, by the way, this is a Lawrence Journal World article from 2009 written by Sarah Hanning. As usual, it will be cited in the show notes at the bottom. Uh, the Pope drives a pickup truck, Matt, and sometimes a four-door Subaru. He likes his barbecue charcoal rare and smothered in sauce. Books are a passion. He has more than 6,000, as is Jeopardy! And he makes a mean spaghetti sauce. On Sunday, like every day, he prays in his in-house chapel. But not even his backing could bring his beloved Kansas City Chiefs to winning the st- season. By the way, uh, we went to back-to-back Super Bowls, won one of them. We won AFC championships four times in a row since this article was written. I think he might have been on to something, actually. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa okay. Uh, there is also a little blurb next to it, which is there is a payable audience uh, in which he did in the Big 12 room with the Kansas Union for the University of Kansas uh, at 7 p.m. Monday, and it was free. W- what I wouldn't have paid as a literal child when this article came out to have my dad take me to the fake Pope event.
1: That would have been incredible. Yeah. Um, Screw so going to Bill Clinton like my sister did when she was at KU. Yeah. I want to go to the fake Pope event, the real Pope event. the, He's real the pope one event. real Pope. Um, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs games aren't broadcast in Rome, but they do make their way to a small blue farmhouse on five acres decidedly closer. Delia, Delia, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's I a like, population of 178 just northwest of Topeka.
0: There you'll find Pope Michael
1: the I sitting on an antique couch with his mother by his side, he'll tell you he's the successor to Pope Pius XII. He believes the church known around the world as the quote-unquote Roman Catholic Church, called the quote-unquote Novus Ordo in his home, has been led by anti-popes since Pope Pius XII's death in 1958.
0: So, for the past two decades, Pope Michael, age fifty, has preached his brand of Catholicism from the family home he shares with his mother, Carla Tiki Baldwin, B- Baldwin, Baldwin, Baldwin. I
1: think you got almost every. Part it. It's Clara, <laughs> Clara Baldwin, I think. Baldwin.
0: Also, making the Vatican home, uh, also making the Vatican home, is a seminarian, a twenty-two-year-old Phil Friedel. Who was a toddler when Pope Michael born David David Bodwin? Holy shit, I can't read.
1: I, I can just read it if you want. Yes. Born David Bowden was elected Pope july sixteenth, nineteen ninety, in Bellevue by a group of six lay people. If you haven't heard of Pope Michael or his church, and how could you possibly not have? It's not for lack of him trying. He runs his own website www.vaticanandexcel.com. He's hosted a documentary film career in his home for a forthcoming move. There's a movie. Is there a movie? Oh, my God. Uh, and he tweets and replies to his fans on Facebook. He plans to explain his views at 7 p.m. on Monday at the Kansas Union's Big 12 Room, where he'll be a guest at the Kansas University's Religious Studies Department. He knows he'll get laughter and maybe strange looks because of his papal dress, but he doesn't care because, as his mother says, this is serious business.
0: Is this a 50-year-old man where his mother is just placating his fantasies.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, back in the day, you could have hobbies. You could pretend to be the pope. You'd get a freaking documentary film crew. You'd get to speak at KU. You'd have a website. It, man, we used to be a proper country. Yeah. Uh, your soul, uh, Bowden says, where you're going to spend eternity. It's contingent on what we're doing during this life, says Tiki Bowden, age 81, And whenever I think of eternity, my head just spins. It's forever. That's very true. That is what eternity tends to mean.
0: Next we have Betrayed by the Church, but I'm really excited to look at his website.
1: Me too. I think it's probably dead. That's, oh my God, it's not dead. com. It's not the worst. You want to donate $100 per month? That's what his PayPal donation on the right starts at.
0: Have they posted anything about uh, him dying and then the successor to him?
1: They posted on Facebook eight hours ago. Victory doesn't come by defeating the one who hurt you, but rather by defeating the impulse to carry your hurt throughout life. Uh, They have the olive tree advertisement, Misspelled advertisement. Uh, Are you interested in joining the church? Um... It's it's, he, it's he, you know, it says the Pope is speaking, even though he's not speaking, he's dead. Well, he's the uh pontificate of Christ. And I guess now he's I, I don't know. <laughs> have they have they elected a new Pope? I mean he died. Have they they have to have elected a new one, right? Wait a second. He died like eight days ago.
0: Did he actually die eight days ago?
1: He died on August second.
0: Wait, open it up.
1: Yeah, yeah, right here, right here. Bowden died on August second, twenty twenty two, in Kansas City, Missouri.
0: Oh, oh, oh my.
1: Okay, uh, there's gonna be a new papal election soon. The last one was elected by six people. I know six people. We can get elected. Okay, wait, wait. wait. They they have to have a new election e- e- soon. E-
0: email us if you want us to run for the election for the pope.
1: Because because there's no pope. It's currently an empty spot, and he's the legitimate pope. And the last one was elected by a bunch of lay people. So all it takes is for us to. To oh my we we can can we can
0: we create a schism within the Vatican we're gonna create a
1: schism because look they've already said that the current like Catholic Church is illegitimate so it's up to lay people to to declare popes but but
0: but they won't vote for us but if we declare that they are illegitimate yeah we just have
1: to declare they're illegitimate (laughs) because they're they're modernist right they're modernist and they're not following the divine yeah yeah they have a website we don't have a website. I you know, I don't think that Pope Pius the First had a website, do you? No. Oh my God. Okay, okay, okay. Listeners, we're gonna become Pope. Uh we're gonna rename this sh- we do have a podcast. Yes. But then again, this is in uh tradition of the prophets, right? Yeah. This is the modern day uh gospel or whatever. That that's our yeah. excuse. It, it it's it's you know, John wrote books, we're writing books by talking. Hello and welcome to the PopeCast. The PopeCast, the podcast about Popes, where we are in fact, uh, well, M- Matt's the Pope and I'm th- the guy sitting next to the Pope. You can do weddings probably.
0: You know, I did get ordained through one of the websites a few years back. There you go. There you go.
1: Okay. 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 Anyways. Okay. Next time you hear from us, one of us is going to be Pope, probably Matt, because he's actually somewhat Catholic. I am culturally Catholic. Joining the true Catholic Church. Okay, because okay, cause they, they're still tweeting. Should we tweet at them? Should we tweet at them that, hey, we had a uh, college of the true cardinals and uh, yeah, we elected a new pope.
0: Would it be a bit on the nose eight days after he died to just cause a Twitter beef?
1: Well, last, I mean, they usually don't wait that long after the like pope in Rome dies, do they?
0: No. Is there going
1: to be a papal funeral? Can we go to a papal funeral? I think so. I mean, I think he has an obituary, actually. Because I I saw that earlier when I was kind of looking this up. Because we do do a little bit of research. There's a religion wiki. Um. What? There's a religion wiki that has he, an He's never element. officiated a mass? Apparently. What? Yeah, so they had a papal conclave on July 16th in 1990. That's how they got him elected. Only six people showed up. So that was declared legitimate because they declared a papal conclave. Okay. Um, So all we got to do is... Find his obituary? Yeah, I think it's right here. Your father, David A. Bowden, obituary. Yeah, August 22nd. Or August 2nd. 2022, Dahlia Cemetery. Okay, he got buried two days ago. So he's in the ground. We can now start a schism. I, I think that's legitimate, right?
0: The, the Catholic Church d- took him, like allowed like, a funeral The hat.
1: <laughs> Apparently. I mean, he was an ordained minister. I feel like we're spending too much time on this, but this is just incredible. We're going to do this because yes. he's in Kansas. We can... <laughs> Where is Dahlia? We can go there.
0: We, I mean, we don't need to. We can just...
1: Uh, declare a papal conclave. All, the, yeah.
0: all, all listeners now, if you are currently listening, we are declaring a papal conclave.
1: Email and, us for details. Whoever uh, shows up will be a voter because that's how he did it. Yes. He emailed hundreds of bishops. None of them showed up. Six of his friends showed up. They voted for him. That's how we're going to do it. We're going to email everybody. When nobody shows up, we'll just declare people there legitimate. Yes. Uh, and then that'll be it. We're going to we're gonna get a new pope one way or another.
0: What if our schism allows uh, for uh, multiple popes where every person can be a pope?
1: What if we reunify the churches? What if we do it?
0: Reunify our new Catholic church and this Catholic church?
1: Reunify our new Catholic church and the old Eastern Orthodox church. By just being like, yeah, we'll be we'll be subject to the five uh, whatever the patriarchs. Yeah, yeah, it's like are, okay, are yeah, we, sure. The pope's under are, you. Guys. Are we gonna
0: go to Istanbul and then just like fist fight a sixty five year old man who's like the patriarch of Constantinople or whatever? Yeah, in the hopes to like get us. Would you be like,
1: hey, we still got Rome. You guys don't have a Constantinople scoreboard scoreboard. <laughs>
0: god damn <laughs> like, like if we actually had any money this is a possible thing but
1: yeah that's the problem is that we refuse to monetize this podcast because we do it for fun we also
0: you know have normal lives we do have normal lives and we can't really just like you know take off Ooh. work be like what are we gonna do tell my boss
1: that is halfway to manhattan dahlia uh-uh. Ooh, that's like Maybe an hour and a half drive. Oof. Oof. Is <sighs> it, it isn't really? I mean, it would be a funny bit,
0: and it that it at least is more bit. reasonable than trying to, you know, go to Constantinople for a bit. Because, like, at least this, I can do it on a weekend. Whereas going to Constantinople to my boss, what I'm doing, I'll be like, hey, I'm going to go, like, be the shit out of a patriarch. Yeah. Get arrested in Turkey. They'll sick the weird ice cream men that fake you out for ice cream on me
1: yeah i hate those guys just because it's like man i want ice cream and it gives me anxiety whenever i watch those videos because just like what if that (laughs) happened to me in real life i don't i don't know what i would do
0: i think your only option is just stand there and smile and fake laugh
1: yeah just fake laugh and just stop trying to take it I think that's how they win, though, is when you stop trying to take the ice cream from them. Then they win or, because then they just got your money.
0: Or there was one video of the guy just eating the cone every time he got the new <laughs> one. He just, he just ate. The that's cone. a good bit, actually. That's
1: a good one. Just like, oh yeah, oh yeah, you're gonna take my money? and I'm gonna eat all your cones. You have to pay money for these, brother. God, that's a good bit. Do you? It's only 94 miles. I think we should email them first from the podcast email. Email them first. Be like, hey, we're going to convene a new Papal Conclave. If you disagree, you're illegitimate. Uh, You have to come to our Papal Conclave. Uh, Also, it's in 30 minutes.
0: I'll bring the sword uh, my mother gave my brother for his birthday in a Popeye's restaurant.
1: I'll bring my grandfather's sword, too. I have two swords. That makes it legitimate. Yes. Oh, my God. Anyways, so that's the Kansas Pope, uh, soon to be coming to a podcast near you.
0: Yes, but if you don't believe in weird heresy, well, there's actually more to this article. There's a lot more to this
1: article, but I don't know how much more time we should spend on this article because I feel like we've gotten our fill. Yeah. Because we have a different article. That's right.
0: If you are into uh, legitimate Catholic items, uh, there is a TWA museum in uh, Kansas City. Because TWA used to be the old airline that's now defunct, mainly famous for their really fancy modern, uh, mid-century modern terminal they have in JFK, and Which that, is now an event center, I think. And
1: that is Trans World Airlines. If you, oh. uh, you haven't heard of TWA because they went out of business 40 years ago. Yes, but they used to be an
0: airline in the United States. And if you ever see those weird ads where people post of like, you know, a waitress or like a stewardess serving lobster on an airplane and they just say return, that's probably a TWA ad. But um, TWA used to be headquartered in Kansas City before they moved to New York City. Yeah. And there's an airport in Kansas City, that has a TWA museum. And this holds a very odd relic. And
1: quoting from the article, which is uh, called what? I actually don't want to read the title because it's kind of a spoiler. Also, there doesn't seem to be an author. Um, but this is an
0: NPR article from...
1: Yeah, it, it's NPR. Uh, there doesn't seem to be an author. We're going to link a blog. It is, what's that date? Oh, shoot. It, it sounds- is
0: from... September twenty second, two thousand
1: fifteen. Yeah, we'll link it below. But uh, anyways, way to ruin the segue. See, uh, on display is the former air travel bed of Pope John Paul II, which is now classified as a relic. On the second floor of a building which served for decades as an orphanage, a bed, linens, and other travel accessories are displayed behind glass. Though it's been retired for years, this bed was originally installed on the Shepherd One, a customized TWA plane commissioned for Pope John Paul II by the Vatican in the late 1970s. The Pope may have been surrounded by lavish accommodations, at home in Vatican City, but this small, low-slung bed is relatively modest. Quote, The Pope was not as tall as people think he was, explains museum curator Adrian Nostov. It's not a big bed. I it, it had to have it had to have fit into the confines of the airplane. That's kind of weird. To ensure the Pope was secure while he rested, TWA also designed for him a safety belt, which is now folded carefully on a bench at the foot of the bed. Wait, so the, the, <laughs> getting the, the, strapped into bed.
0: <laughs> uh, is there a like? airline seat buckle that's now like yes. a, a religious
1: relic? You could see it right there. Okay. That's it. Awesome. Uh, Pope John Paul II used the bed on three visits to the United States in 1979, 1987, and 1995. Between visits and after his final trip, the bed was stored at a TWA facility in Kansas City. Uh, and then there's a paragraph about the building. Uh, and I'll skip that. Pope John Paul was Polish, as Polish as anybody could be, Nostov says. The museum thought it would be a great exhibit representing the Polish people. And then it says, from bed to relic. The bed took on a special significance last year when Pope John Paul II was canonized. And that means like he saint? became a saint. became a saint. What miracles did he do? Don't you have to do like two miracles?
0: I think he had to do like one, uh, and they probably did something. I don't know. We can probably go to his Wikipedia page.
1: He'll be made a saint. What did he do so John Paul did he die in office or what did he resign? yes
0: uh, most popes die in office unless oh you... this
1: is like a live tweet he was made a saint in 2013 so it's like yeah so there's no second miracle his first miracle was he healed a French nun of Parkinson's in 2005 after praying to the late John Paul um, and then there's no Pope Francis decided he didn't need a second miracle Okay, there you go. Uh, So he was canonized in 2013, and because the bed and bedclothes were owned by a saint, they are now considered second-class relics by the Catholic Church, according to museum director David Hartman. Quote, the linens have not been washed, so if they do, we lose the value of them, Hartman says. Though the canonization may have awarded the artifacts with special official status, their greatest important to NASTAV is still personal. The curator maintains the bed and room and fluffs up the linens once per year. I'm Polish, Nastiff says. The honor of having Pope John Paul II, it's just indescribable. I'm really blessed. Oh, and this is written by Alex Smith. Um, not the football quarterback, but the NPR reporter. Uh,
0: now, if you're a devout Catholic and would like to make a holy pilgrimage to a <laughs> relic, in kansas city we do run relic tours all you have to do is email us
1: (laughs) wait a second wait a second but pope john paul ii uh is illegitimate right i guess so by our catholic church uh, that we're not we're gonna become the pope
0: of, unless we're gonna reunify with this catholic church in order to run tours to the relic
1: we should probably do that yeah just immediately. Okay, we're the Pope. We're reunifying. Do they still burn apostates in the Catholic Church? Right? I do not know. Okay, so we're probably good. I well, hope we're good. <laughs> well, we may or may not have a new episode coming out in a few weeks, whether or not we get murdered by the Catholic Church for being uh, heretics. So. Uh, the the
0: studio is across the street from a Catholic Church, so if there's some like super nuns that hear this her- heretical conversation and they come over and kick down the door... Uh, this might not be uploaded.
1: Yeah, but uh, you know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll come out with a new episode soon. Don't worry, guys. Yeah. Anyways, we have been the Clio Cast. I'm Matt, and I am RC. And once again, don't forget to follow us on Twitter.com uh, at Clio History. The link is below, and also go ahead and send us an email if you so desire. That would be uh, Clio History Podcast at gmail.com which is also linked below you can send any questions, comments, concerns suggestions, complaints uh, please don't send like porn or something I don't know how much more I could take uh, go ahead and follow us anywhere you get your podcasts, obviously you got this one so go ahead and just tell your friends to also follow wherever they get their podcasts And yeah, yeah. alright, well yeah, thank thanks. you have a good night